to glory land It won't be long Until I take the hand Of Jesus Christ With a great big smile We'll sit right down Charles Watson was born again on May 23, 1975, at the California Men's Colony. His transformation can best be described as amazing grace. Here's one of his messages from his early years of ministry. Until I see the man, the Prince of Peace. Born not to be defeated. When Jesus Christ came to earth, he came to bring life and liberty. He came to bring freedom. He came to bring victory. He didn't come to be defeated. Jesus Christ was not born to be defeated. Today, us as born-again Christians, we were not born again to be defeated. We were born to walk in victory, victory in life. Jesus Christ came into this world to bring life, the abundant life for the Christian today. When Jesus Christ came on the scene, the land was living in defeat. The land was living in turmoil. The land was living in death. And Jesus Christ had to come to bring life to mankind. As I see it, the world was in one of the worst states it had ever been in during the time of Jesus and when he was born during the time of the Roman Empire. God had a choice, I see. I believe he had a choice to pour his wrath down upon all that sin or to pour his grace through the person of Jesus Christ. And I praise God this morning that he poured forth Jesus Christ so that we could have an abundant life. In the book of Isaiah, going into Isaiah chapter 7, we see that this blessing of Jesus was prophesied some 750 years before Jesus came on the scene. And in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, Isaiah prophesied that therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. Then we look over into Isaiah chapter 9, beginning with verse number 2. We see Isaiah continue to prophesy, saying, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. When Jesus came on the scene, the land was walking walking in darkness. They needed a Savior. They needed that great light, in other words. The Scripture goes on to say that they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. And that light, of course, was Jesus Christ. Then in verse number 6 of chapter 9 of Isaiah, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, his shoulders. Jesus Christ was coming to reign and to rule and to have dominion over the land of darkness, in other words. Before the time of Jesus, the land was ruled by the Egyptians. The land was ruled by the Assyrians. The land was ruled by all types of idols in the land. The Medo-Persian Empire ruled for a while. The Grecians came in and then the Romans during the time of Jesus was ruling the world during that time. And here the children of Israel was always falling prey to their idols. But now Jesus was coming to give victory so that the government could be upon his shoulders. These scriptures go on to say that this child shall be called wonderful, 
Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with justice and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of the hosts shall perform it. In other words, Jesus Christ came to bring dominion and victory to lost mankind that was sitting in darkness. Praise God. Now let us turn over into the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse number 21. And it says in verse number 21, And she, Mary, Matthew 1, 21, shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Jesus. Say that. Say Jesus. See, Jesus was coming to rule over all those defeated people. He was coming to give life to a world that had no life. He was coming to bring light to a world that has, had only known darkness in the past. For he shall save his people from their sins. See, Jesus Christ came to save the people from their sins. People were walking in sin and he came to save them. This word save here means to deliver, to give health, to give soundness, to preserve, to liberate, to set free, to give victory, to rescue, to heal. See, this word not only means to save you and to go to heaven to, uh, for eternal, it means to preserve you and to rescue you from hell, from death, from sin, from the everlasting fire of hell. He came to give you health, but he came to do that right here on earth. He came to heal you and to save you as mankind. And he came to bring you a victory. He came to give you rule and dominion in this world. Jesus Christ did not come to the world to be defeated. So therefore, when you are born of God, you are not in this world either to walk in defeat. You're to walk in victory. You're to walk in your healing. You're to walk in your salvation. You're to walk in your freedom, the freedom that God gives. You're to walk in your victory. It says, he shall save his people from their sins. It says, his name shall be called Jesus. That word Jesus means Yeshua or Joshua. It means Jehovah is salvation. Jehovah is salvation. Yeshua. Saving his people from their sins. And how he was going to do that was through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He came to die for the sins of all mankind and to bring life. That's why we say now, in the name of Jesus, you're saying in the name of Jeshua, in the name of Jesus, in the name of salvation, in the name of healing, that Jesus brought at Calvary. Jesus Christ, he came to rule over the people that are defeated. When we came to this prison, we were defeated. But now we've looked to Jesus, and he's given us victory. Oh, boy, we have victory. And we weren't born again to be defeated. We were born to have victory in this life. This is God's part. God's part is that he sent Jesus Christ to give victory to mankind. It says, Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a child, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. That's God's part. God sent Jesus Christ to earth. We know that Jesus had three years of ministry in this world. 
And Paul kind of breaks it down, or the writer of Acts, Luke, breaks it down in Acts 10, 38. I don't expect you to turn to it. But it said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was with him. God was with mankind. And Jesus went healing all those that were oppressed, all of those that were oppressed by demons and devils. Amen? Glory. Jesus came to give victory to this world. Well, over in the book of Luke, we see that man has a part. In the book of Luke 138, beginning with 135, we see that Mary had to receive the word of God. See, God sent Jesus. God sent Jesus to heal. God sent Jesus to save. God sent Jesus to rescue mankind from all of his defeat. But now man has to receive the word of God. You have to receive Jesus, in other words. This is what Mary did in Luke 1.35. It says, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God all things shall be possible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Let me hear you say that this morning. Say, Be it unto me according to thy word. See, Jesus' word says, or God's word says that he sent Jesus to save and to heal. He sent the Holy Ghost into Mary. He has now sent the same Holy Ghost into you to heal you and to save you and to give you life where you had no life, to give you life where you had death, to give you light where you had darkness before. He has sent Jesus, but Mary did one thing. She received the word of God. You have to receive the Word of God and be saved. You have to receive the Word of God and receive the sacrificial lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, Jesus Christ, into your life. You have to receive salvation, in other words. That's what Mary received. See, this is the love of God. God did his part by sending Jesus. Now we got to do our part by receiving Jesus. Amen? See, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You have to receive Jesus Christ. That's John 3, 16. But John 3, 3, Jesus said before he wrote John 3, 16, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You have to be born again. You have to be born as Jesus was born. You have to be born of the Spirit. Glory to God. You have to be born of life. You have to receive Jesus into your life. You have to receive the love of God into your life. And until you receive that love, you don't get born again. You have death living inside of you. You have no life. But we have life because of Jesus Christ. We are born again. And because we're born again, we're conquerors now, glory to God, because he's not only given Jesus dominion in this world, he's given sons of God dominion in this world to rule, glory to God. Just as Jesus was born in this world to defeat all that garbage of the Old Testament and to give life to the children of Israel, he also now bled the Gentiles, that's us, into the same vine, and that vine is Jesus Christ. And now we're a branch, glory to God. 
that life is flowing from the roots of that tree were planted in that rock and now that life is flowing out and it's bringing forth fruit in this world because we're victors in Christ Jesus. We were not born again to be defeated in other words. Amen. Because of the love of Jesus Christ. Glory to the living God. That's our part to be born again. Over in the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Let me reemphasize that when you were born again, you were not born to be defeated. You were born to be a conqueror. A conqueror. Glory to God. You're born to put on the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, pull out your sword of the Spirit, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, put on your helmet of salvation, begin to walk as a conqueror, as a soldier for Jesus Christ. You're born to be a conqueror. Glory. Because Jesus came and gave salvation. In verse 37 of Romans 8, he says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Because Jesus loved us at the cross, we're now more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now here's something else you got to do. You got to be persuaded that you're more than a conqueror. Just like you were persuaded that you could come down to the altar and get saved, you got to be persuaded because of that salvation. Now you're more than a conqueror. Amen. Just as you're persuaded that you got salvation, you need to be persuaded that also in that salvation is healing for you. You need to also be persuaded that in that salvation is a victorious life for you. Be persuaded and convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt. Persuaded. And this is what Paul said. For in all these things we're more than conquerors through him, through Jesus, through his resurrection, because he loved us at the cross. And Paul said, for I am persuaded. Say that. Say, for I am persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. See, you're neither to give place to the devil. You're to resist the devil. Because of the love of God, you're not to let anything now pull you apart from that love. You're not to let anything persuade you anything different but the victory of the cross of Calvary persuaded of that victory, persuaded that you are a conqueror above all principalities and powers and every name that is named because of the name of Jesus, glory to God. Amen? We're conquerors in this world, persuaded. You know, the old devil would come along and he'd say, oh, now you can't get prayer answered. What are you talking about praying to someone you can't see? Well, see, that's where you take him over to the Word and you say, hey, I'm persuaded that what this Word says is true. And you turn over to 1 John 3, 21, and you read him something the Bible says about prayer. In 131, 331 of 1 John, it says, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then we have confidence towards God. See, you're persuaded, right? You're a conqueror. Your heart's not condemning you. Glory to God, you're right with God, you're born again. You're walking in the Spirit, not after the flesh. You have confidence with God, in other words. The old devil say, oh man, you don't 
get answered a prayer. You say, hey, my heart's right with God and I have confidence to God, towards God. Verse 22, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is the commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son of God, the Son Jesus Christ, and love one another as he has gave us the commandments. What is the prerequisite to answered prayer? Being in fellowship with God, keeping his commandments, walking in the Spirit, walking in love towards God and towards one another. That's what the prerequisites to answer prayer is. The prerequisites to answer prayer is having confidence in the victory that you have through Christ Jesus because it's in his name that prayer is answered. The only reason you don't get answered prayer because the devil comes in and puts doubt on you. But you to begin to walk in faith and confidence in the name of Jesus Christ and in the love of God, keeping his commandments, and you'll begin to see those prayers answered. Glory to God. The old devil would try to come in and say, Oh, man, you can't receive that healing. What do you mean? You're not supposed to believe in healing. Healing ain't for today. You're to take him over into Isaiah 53, 5 and quote it to him and say, By the stripes of Jesus Christ upon Calvary, I've been healed. I was healed. And if I was, I was. Past tense, 2,000 years ago at, Christ, at Calvary, and now I just praise God for my healing. You're to take him over to 1 Peter 2.24, for instance, where it says, by the stripes of Jesus again, that we are healed because of Calvary. Amen? In other words, the devil's a thief. He'll try to come in and steal, kill, and destroy, and lie to you. But Jesus Christ came that you might have life, that you might have it more abundantly, that you might have healing, that you might have light, that you might have victory, that you may walk as you should walk as a born-again Christian. Amen? Glory! Don't let that devil lie to you. You'll be praying for your loved ones and God will be, or the devil will be saying to you, he'll be saying, oh man, your prayers aren't getting through to God. What do you mean? That loved one is too bad to be saved. Boy, they've been serving the devil too long. You go to the Word of God in Acts 16, 31 and you say, devil, listen to this. It says that if I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that I will be saved and not only be me, but my whole household is going to be saved because I'm a child of God and I have authority over you, so get off my household right now in the name of Jesus. Amen? Begin to walk by faith. The devil might be telling you right now, oh, Charles, who are you trying to kid? That kind of stuff don't work. That kind of stuff's for kids. Well, I tell you what, it's not going to work for you if you think like that. It's only going to think for you if you begin to do it and begin to try it. Amen? Begin to agree with the Word of God. God will agree with you, and it'll happen, glory to God. Amen? So what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to have victory as Christians in this present life. One of the greatest men that I can think of that had victory is not only Jesus Christ, but is the shadow of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament, whose name was Joshua. And I want you to go back in the Old Testament this morning with me to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, who is a type of Jesus in the Old Testament. And I want you to see what you need to do now in the Word of God. You need to be convinced. You need to be persuaded. You need to meditate on the Word of God. Your faith needs to grow in the Word of God that it's true. And how you do this is by renewing your mind 
Remember, we went through that scripture a lot, Romans 12, 2, which says, Be not conformed to this world, the things of this world, the defeatist attitude of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is. So you need to renew your mind. And one way to renew our mind in this day and time is to meditate upon the Word of God. To meditate upon the Word of God. And when God was commissioning Moses, I mean uh, Joshua, to go forth into the promised land, this is what God told Moses and Joshua. Joshua in this place here. And this is what God is speaking to you today and saying in Joshua 1, chapter 5, or verse 5. It says, There shall not be any man, shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, verse 5. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee or nor forsake thee. God was speaking to Joshua like this in the Old Testament. I tell you what, he's speaking to you so much the more in the New Testament through Jesus. He'll never leave you nor forsake you, he says in the New Testament. That's God's part. God's part is that he sent Jesus. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. Here's our part. Be strong. Be of good courage. For into this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That's your part. Be strong. Mature in the faith. Be solid in the faith. I see men that are Christians in here go out and come back on the same crime that they went out on. You know why? Because they weren't courageous. They weren't strong. They weren't solid, grounded, experienced, and settled in the Word of God to where they could withstand all the things of the devil. Brother, you need to meditate upon the Word of God. Know your victory. Be convinced and persuaded of your victory and decide to be strong and of good courage and stand. And I tell you, nothing will be able to stand in front of you and have any kind of authority over you because you'll be that conqueror. But how do you be strong and of good courage that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is in the law? That's what it says. All that is in the word, do. You become strong when you begin to do the word of God. Which Moses thy servants commanded thee, turn not from it, the word, to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou goest. You stay in the word of God, believe the word, be convinced of the word, be convinced of what Jesus came to do in giving you victory, and brother, you will prosper, you will triumph in victory in this life. If you will just do it, observe it. It goes on in verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You wonder why I quote so much word? Because the word says for it not to depart out of your mouth. You're to begin to speak it. If you believe it, you'll begin to talk it. If you believe that Jesus saved you, you'll begin to quote John 3:16 aloud, out loud. Let it not depart from thy mouth. It says, but thou shalt meditate. That word meditate means to chew on like a cow chewing its could. Chew on the word of God. Roll it over in your mind. Think about it over and over and over. Murmur it and mutter it. Over and over in your mind, meditate upon it. Meditate upon the Word. Meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do. That thou, after you meditate it, begin to observe to do according to all that is written therein that which you were meditating upon. For then thou, when you do that, then thou shalt what? 
shalt make thy way. You want to make your way prosperous? You want to be victorious in this world today? Meditate upon the Word. Observe and do all that is written within this Word here. Begin to let this be your thought in this world today. It says, then thou. Who's going to prosper? We are. Then thou shalt then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. You want success in this world today? Begin to meditate upon the Word of God. Then you shall prosper. Meditate upon the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When the going gets tough, it's been said, the tough gets going. Amen? When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Get going into that Word of God. Meditate upon the Word of God. Recognize that Jesus Christ came to rule, came to rule in your life and give you dominion. Just as he was born into this world for the government to be upon his shoulder, now the government and the rulership and the dominion of this world is upon your shoulder, and you're a conqueror in this world because of what Jesus has done in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Glory to God. It's time to rule and reign in this world. We need to arise and go over as God told Joshua to go over into the promised land through the Jordan River. Arise and go over. Just don't sit there on the pew this morning and be defeated in your Christian life. Begin to rule and to reign in this world today. We need to get going. We need to think victory all the time. Paul says to think upon those things that are good and lovely and of good rapport. Amen. Those things that are pure and lovely. Those things that are true. Those things that are honest. If there be any such thing, think upon those things. What are the true things of this world? Jesus is victor, amen? He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. You begin to meditate upon Jesus Christ. You begin to let him rule and reign in your life in every area. And you will be a victor. You are not born to be defeated. This Christmas, think about that. Think that Jesus came to rule and to reign in this world, glory to God. He came to give victory to you and to me through the resurrection. He came for us to be persuaded of that. And the more you get into the Word of God and renew your mind and be persuaded of His victory, you'll be persuaded of your victory, glory to God. The Scriptures say that I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's Jesus. Loved me at the cross. Gave me victory. I live by faith in that victory. I'm triumphant in faith in that victory. And because of that, no demon in hell is going to overcome me. Glory. Thank you. Got a good amen section back here, hadn't we? Glory. Amen. So be it. We're to be strong. We're to be mad at that old devil. Not to namby-pamby around with him. We're to know who we are in Christ. We're blessed. We're conquerors. We're victors. We're not born again to be defeated. Brother, when Jesus came to take over and to set up rule, he did it starting right here with the born-again experience. And one day, he's going to come back and receive his church unto himself, and he's going to take us to be with him. And we're going to rule and reign forever with a rod of iron, glory to God. It begins now, right now. Right now. Right now. It don't begin when you get to heaven. It begins now, glory to God. That's why Jesus said, get in the Word now so you won't be ashamed that it's coming. Amen. Glory to God. Begin now to rule and to reign in this world as a born-again Christian. How many ruler and reigners have we got in here today? 
Glory to God. We're to walk in victory. And if you're not, you know how to do it. Get into the Word. Meditate upon the Word. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Then you'll be prosperous. Meditate in the Word of God day and night. Then thou shalt be prosperous. Renew your mind with the Word of God so that you can prove what that perfect will of God is all about. Get into the Word, in other words. Build your faith. Get your mind into a state to where it's totally confident and persuaded that beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and because of that, you're a conqueror in him. Amen? You overcome by faith. You fight the good fight of faith. Brother, you don't do any fighting. All you do is fight the faith in what he did. He fought the war and won at that resurrection. And now you just put your faith in him totally, 100%. Amen? Glory to God. Build your faith by reading the word. Glory to God. He's one. Begin to look at life like that. Let's all stand. Praise God. Get to you, get to her. We're going to turn to page 158 in our Lord's Red Hymn Book. If anyone wants prayer this morning while we're singing this song, come down and we'll pray for you. Glory to God. You're not walking quite the way you should. If you don't know who you are in Christ and what kind of victory you have because of what Jesus did, I'd really advise you to come out during the week to these uh, Bible studies because we teach on this constantly. We don't teach some kind of little namby-pamby Bible studies around here. We teach you how to overcome in life. Amen? We teach you what happens when the rubber meets the road. And depending on what you do now, is depending on what you do when you get outside. Don't kid yourself. Oh, I'll get into a Bible teaching church when I get outside, and I'll go to church every night. I tell you what, if you're not doing it in here now, you're not going to do it when you get outside. Don't kid yourself. That's the devil lying to you. That's the devil lying to you. You know, I'll have more time when I get outside. Well, I tell you what, you're not going to have as much time as you got in here when you got outside. you got a lot of time now. So it's time to get down. You can let this be a seminary to you if you want, instead of a cemetery. You know, a lot, a lot of places, a lot of, you know, this place is like a cemetery in a lot of ways. It can become a seminary to you.